0: Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Have you ever been told to leave your emotions at the door when you come to work? That work is just about our cognitive intelligence and getting things done. Well, that's the worst thing that you and I could believe. So stick with me because in this week's episode, what I want to do is I want to help you to unlearn that myth and to harness a new type of intelligence. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, VUCA Leadership and Sustainable Performance Coach. And today I want to continue our conversation around building ourselves up and being the best version that we can be so that we can get what it is that we're going after in our world by helping you to leverage the power of your emotions. For many years, I believed what others were telling me about emotions, that they were something that we didn't use at work, that we need to separate from the emotion of things and just focus on the logic. Well, that didn't work for me, and I'm sure it's not working for you as well. You see, you and I are emotional beings. We are not robots. So therefore, being able to disassociate from who we are emotionally is not natural. And that's why it feels awkward. And it's a big challenge when we try and do it. I always remember having a conversation with a client once who told me that he had learnt that, that he leaves his emotions at the door. And I remember going through that conversation and then about 10 minutes later, I could see that he was getting really emotional. And I felt like saying to him, how's that working for you? I didn't, but that's what I was thinking. You see, it's not natural to separate from your emotions. But what you need to learn to do is navigate them in a healthier way. Throughout my entire military and corporate career and going into my practice a few years ago, I had a lot of challenges with my emotions. Instead of emotions being something that were there to support me, they were something that was creating a lot of challenges for me. You see, the challenge is though, it wasn't the emotions fault. They were doing exactly what they were supposed to be doing. What I was doing was taking those emotions and navigating them in an unhealthy way. I see many people do this. It's a part of who we are. None of us are robots, as I said. We need to learn how to use our greatest intelligence, and that is our emotional intelligence. I remember hearing about this thing called emotional intelligence, uh, you know, about 15 years ago and I hadn't heard of it. I didn't know what it was, but what I did know once I'd found out is that during my corporate career and military career before that, I certainly had none. They're not skills that you're born with. And I've been on a quest ever since to develop my own emotional intelligence and the emotional intelligence of those who want my help all around the world. Emotional intelligence is the ability to be aware of the emotions that you are experiencing in the moment and then to use that information to manage your thoughts and your behavior. There's a number of different Uh, teachings that I've got over the years and indeed started teaching others as well that I've needed to shift now that I know more. You have probably been told to manage your emotions. There's books out there, there's courses out there, programs, experts in this area that will tell you to manage your emotions. My experience is anything that gets managed anything that is that's to do with a human being doesn't get the result that you were hoping for. When people manage their emotions, they suppress them, they ignore them. They want to operate only on the logic without giving any acknowledgement or credence to those emotions. And that's where the problem starts. So for us to understand how to navigate our emotions in a healthy way, we first need to understand what an emotion is and then look at the how-to. An emotion is a physiological sensation in your body. That is a cue, a clue, letting you know that there's something going on in your world right now in the moment. It's then the interpretation of that sensation that is the start of navigating that emotion. So firstly, if we want to manage the emotion, we're managing internal physiological sensations and that's where the problem lies. It's not something we're able to do. However, what we can manage or regulate, some might call it, is the thoughts and therefore the behaviour that leads us to the feeling. Emotions are physiological, as I've said. The feeling is psychological. That's where, as I said, we have the sensation and then there is a period in the middle here of giving that a meaning, looking at that, thinking about that, filtering that through our beliefs, and then we end up having some some sort of a feeling. Those feelings can change and they can either escalate or de-escalate dependent on what it is we continue to ruminate about and what we think about and what we do. That internal dialogue that I talked about, that mini me, that gets involved. Our beliefs, all that conditioning that we talked about, those limiting beliefs that we flipped last week, they're all involved in there. And then through that period, we go to a new feeling. Here's an example. There's a feeling that people talk about all the time called anger. I feel angry. Some people say, I am angry, and that's another story altogether. Your emotions are not who you are, they're what you are experiencing in the moment. When you say, I am angry, that sets a foundation around your identity, and we talked about that over the last few weeks. So, I feel angry is what you might say. However, did it start there? So, we're in a situation where, for example, I'm talking to someone and I can sense that they're not picking up what I'm putting down. So, therefore, I give that a meaning about the relationship I have with them about what they think about me, all these things come into play in the internal dialogue. And what I make that mean then will determine how I allow myself to feel. So initially, I might feel misunderstood. And that feeling misunderstood, nursed and rehearsed, might go to, I feel frustrated then continuing on and the rumination on those negative and limiting beliefs and the meanings and all the thought pattern in the dialogue that's going on, then could lead to, I feel angry. So understanding in the moment what the sensation truly is telling you and being able to be in control and to regulate the internal dialogue will allow you to have a different behavior. Emotional intelligence, like I said, is the ability to be aware in the moment and then to use that information to manage yourself. Emotional intelligence is the number one skill for every leader. The business world are talking about this now. It's taken them years to realise what we've already known because we are emotional beings and our emotions need to be navigated. So this intelligence that we have is far greater than our cognitive intelligence. It gives us the ability to go through in the environment that we're in and with the relationships that are involved in the work that we do in a way that reduces stress, reduces conflict. It removes distraction of disruptive emotional feelings and allows us to get more done. So let's build a foundation of emotional intelligence. Well, that's it from me for another week join me again next week as we start a journey through the different elements of emotional intelligence where i pull it apart and we step by step go on a journey of discovery together where we build our emotional intelligence competencies i'll see you then well hey did you like that did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now i really hope that you did if you like this episode